0: Everybody, welcome back to the Move Plus. We're doing a special emergency episode to talk about the potential rumored Yumbo Visma Sudal Quickstep merger. Um, to try to dig into exactly why is this happening, or why would this happen? How would this play out? Um, what would happen to the two teams? What would happen to each rider, and the implications and uh, how it would work? Yumbo or uh, Johan's merged multiple teams in the past, so he is a foremost expert on this. We've roped them in from the, the Move Majorca camp. Johan, how's that going over there?
1: Hi, Spencer, and hi, everyone. Yeah, well, it's, it's going good. We're, we just finished our last ride. Uh, we just have one last uh, double birthday dinner to go tonight. And then tomorrow, everybody's uh, leaving. But it's been, it's been amazing. The, the weather's been great, really good riding temperatures. Uh, you know, we had no issues on the rides. Uh, today we did a really, really hard ride with uh, over 2,600 meters of elevation. I don't know what that translates into feet, but um, you know the, uh, you know they're all gonna have a really good meal, lots of cake and a very good sleep, I'm sure about that uh that's been it's been great
0: folks you hear lance talk about it all the time he's a sweater and he's not afraid to say it that's why his go-to electrolyte mix is element spelled l-m-n-t it is a thousand milligrams of sodium 200 milligrams of potassium 60 milligrams of magnesium no sugar no gluten no artificial ingredients no bs it's the real deal and best of all if you don't like it you can give it to a friend and element will refund you the move listeners can get a free element sample pack with any order. When you order at drink LMNT spelled out with those letters com slash the move that's drink LMNT.com slash the move. And you get a, that free gift with purchase. And this is how it works. You'll get the element sample pack, which includes one pack of every flavor citrus, raspberry, orange, and unflavored. This is perfect for anyone who is interested in trying out all of the flavors. So you can see what you like and wanna introduce it to a friend. It's available for new and returning customers and exclusively a bit available through partners like The Move. You won't find this anywhere else. And there's no questions asked about these refunds, not on any order, you don't even have to send it back. So to redeem this, make sure to go over to drinklmnt.com slash the move and get your free gift with your purchase.
1: Let's get into the, you know, the news of the last week basically, and the rumor. Uh, and let's, let's start by saying, and I said, it is a rumor, uh, nothing has been confirmed. Um, although, you know, once a rumor starts, then people start to talk and start to inquire. And this, um, potential merge slash takeover of, uh, so that quick step with JumboVisma is actually starting to become a real possibility. Uh, and I think it's, I mean, I was really surprised to see it, honestly. Um, I, I didn't see it coming. But then when you dig a little bit and I asked around and certain things start to make more sense, um, although at the beginning I said, what? There's no way that this can happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, let's see. I mean, I, I have a, I have a few, a few thoughts on that. Um, first and foremost, I think uh, what I really would like to point out is that it's such a surprise because the biggest, most successful team in professional cycling right now, and, and maybe the, be- the best team in, in history, uh, Jumbo-Visma, you know, they won the three Grand Tours in one season, they won multiple uh, Tours de, Tour de France, multiple Giros, multiple Vuelta, um, is in this situation, uh whether it's whether it's going to happen or not but the fact that they're considering this i think says a lot about the uncertainty in a sport like pro cycling uh it shouldn't be i think that a team like that has to consider this possibility rather than finding a new sponsor which you would think i I, you know of course you know it's the best team and uh they have a huge budget but um but the fact that they're considering this was basically a big, big, big uh, shock to me. I don't know what you, th- what you thought, Spencer, when you heard the news.
0: I, I was shocked. I was shocked. I was boarding. I was chaotic. I was boarding a flight. I was thinking, "What? This can't be real." And then I'm stuck on the flight for four hours without an ability to check what's going on. But at first, I thought th- I thought it was just clickbait. I was like, "There's no way this is true." And it's from a single source story, which you should always take with a grain of salt. But the thing that really stuck out to me is Raymond Kirkoff, I believe, is the writer. He's the Dutch uh, journalist that broke this. He's rarely wrong. I mean, he's a very yeah. reputable source. So right there, I was thinking, God, maybe there's something here. But as you said, the thing that surprised me the most is, I mean, A, Yumbo Visma, incredibly uh, successful team, doing well, big, big sponsorship, like big budget good riders, but are they not? I, I guess the budget is going down because that's the only reason you would make this move because mm. it seems like they don't have the funding in place for 2024 and they need sponsors. Basically. Um, we talked back, if you remember back in August when we were both on vacation and we did the show about the world time trial championships, you were saying there's no way that Lefebvre sells out to Enios because he owes these sponsors. He signed these sponsorship contracts. I believe through 2027, and you were yes. saying there's no way he would just screw the sponsors over by a either merging the team with Enios or selling Remco to Quickstep, or sell Enios. Sorry, sell Remco to Enios because Quickstep and Sudal signed those sponsorship contracts with the understanding that they would have like a world class rider on the yeah. team.
1: That's true. That's true. Well, uh, th- I think. I think, however, that this uh, has now started to develop and personally i think it went above the head of patrick LeFevre, um probably also above the head of richard Plugger, who is the sole license holder of the team um and this is this is basically you know and, and I, let's not forget i think within this this whole play i think ineos although that they are not a part of this potential merge i think it's a triangle here uh, Zdenek Bakala who is the 80% shareholder of Sudal Quickstep. Jim Radcliffe, was the owner of the company Ineos and of the team Ineos. And then there's a Dutch guy, I think it's called Frank van der Waal-Bake, Bakker, who is—I um, don't exactly know what his position is—but these are players who are, you know, they're on—they're playing in a different league. You know, these guys are, are, are uh, billionaires, basically, and. Um, For them, this is a small operation. This is uh, something that, okay, let's do this and let's fix the problems. You know, they don't, they don't, let's find solutions. They don't look for, they don't see problems. They, they, they look for solutions. And so I think this is first and foremost the case. Um, And um, yeah, I mean, I said, I said Lefebvre would not disappoint the sponsors, but then afterwards, I saw that Sudal, for example, who is the main sponsor of Sudal Quickstep, uh, and Zdenek Bakala, who is the uh, who is the basically the guy who has been funding whatever money was not enough through through sponsorship. Um, I think that the the the, the, C, the CEO of Sudal said, you know, we are we are in this with or without Remco everpool I think that was really telling back then. Um and so I think from then on the, the ball went rolling and and now we're here talking about it.
0: Well yeah, and if you like Remco, you're gonna love Jonas and Wout. You know, those guys can can win quite a few races between the two of them. You know, if you think, wow, we could be a Tour de France winning team next year if you're Soudal, that that's pretty appealing. But just to just to cover like the players here, Inios. Really, just funded by Jim Ratcliffe. Like they have an unlimited budget because Ratcliffe is, I think, the second richest man in the UK and can cover any shortfall. Zendik Bakala can just he he just writes a check. Let's say Lefebvre brings in fifteen million in sponsorship. It costs thirty million to run the team. He can just cover that, no problem. Jumbo Visma, is are do they have a backer or do they just have to operate with whatever Richard Pluge can bring in in sponsorship money?
1: I think, I think uh, Jimbo Visma is, uh, well, as far as I have been told, uh, the paying agent of that team is called Blanco Pro Cycling, which was actually the name of the team when Richard Plugger bought the license from Rabobank Cycling Team. When Rabobank stopped their sponsorship, they paid one more year, but they didn't want to be on the jersey. The team was called Blanco. For the for the people who have been following cycling since a while, and so um, as far as I understand, uh, plugger is the license holder of the paying agent Blanco Pro Cycling. Um, I've also been told that Jumbo is actually one of the founding partners of the team, and reportedly they have still three years of how would I say access or rights on the team. Yeah. So I think I think there. Jumbo Visma has one year uh Jumbo has one year sponsorship left. Visma however has more more years left. And so I, I think it's 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 just a you know a, a, a mix of, of of different players um who who want to find a solution. I repeat, Spencer, I still can not get my head around the fact that this team doesn't find the new sponsor. Um I I've been told also that the, the there is actually Uh, a very, very good candidate to fund the team with an unlimited budget out of Saudi Arabia. But there, they are not interested in sponsorship. They're only interested in ownership. So they would want to buy the team. That's probably what Richard Plugger doesn't want to do. And I can understand why. Uh, On the other hand, you know, if you think in the case of Patrick Lefebvre, you know, he knows that his sponsors are interested uh, I think Sudal. I don't know what Quickstep. We, we, nobody's talking about Quickstep actually, uh, but I think Sudal and Bacala, uh, because we can call him one of the anonymous sponsors of the team. They're interested in this link with Jumbo Visma. We don't know if the team would be called Visma Sudal or, or Sudal Visma or whatever, you know. So. Um, but I think those two, Bacala and uh, and Patrick Lefebvre, they're they're really close. And um, personally, I think for for Patrick Lefebvre, for him personally, it would make a lot of sense because uh, he's in his late sixties. Uh, he's been around for a long time. I think you know he's been very successful. But this is a, an ideal opportunity to basically cash in one last time uh, and have, keep his team going, and then find the solution for whoever. Doesn't make the change to the to the new team, and this could be riders uh, or staff. So at this point, we don't know what would happen with with most of the riders and the staff uh, of uh, sudak Quickstep.
0: And so, so let's say, just say Pluge doesn't want to sell the team, and that's why Saudi Arabia is not an interesting option. You know, then there was like a photo with uh, it was Pluge with Tim Tim Cook, the CEO yes. of Apple. I would say false flag. Like when's the last time you saw Apple sponsor anything? Apple doesn't really um, buy sponsorships. That's not something they do. So I, I would just get that out of your mind. That's probably not happening, but so, so then what is Bacalot getting? Cause I think he owns around 80% of Sudal quick Currently, is he going to get like a 50% share in the new team, the new new merge team? And then Pluga this, would have 50%. Yeah.
1: This, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, yeah i personally think that um you know when when you speak about mergers or you know putting teams together the the main reason is always the same it's money it's because they're short of money you know nobody wants to merge with somebody else because they're in an incredible luxurious situation and yeah you know, if, so it's it's money and and so uh at this at this point jim visma or richard Plugger, Obviously, didn't find the assurance yet for the future, uh, and 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 who knows what Jimbo what Jimbo said? You know, they 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 still have a commitment for next year. But it would also be possible to say, okay, you know, we do we have this commitment, but since we are founding partners, we will spread this over the next three years, and we still fulfill our commitment on the on the sponsorship, right? And then yeah. that's where Richard Plugger gets in problems with the with the funding and again, you know. This is just a hypothesis, right, uh, in case this will happen. But I think, Spencer, what, you know, we, we, can, we can debate about this forever. And at this point, I think nobody knows. We, we definitely don't know. But I think if this were to happen, the main questions are, what does Primoz Roglic do? What does Renko Evenapur do? And what's happening with the bike sponsor? you know there's there's Cervello on the one side and there's Specialized who is definitely a big big player in the bike industry and uh, I think these three questions what what, what with Roglic what with Evenepoel and what with Specialized and and I think that's for the moment that's that's an open question personally from what I know from what I've heard uh, it seems to be the case that Primus Roglic would be given the chance to leave he does have a contract for the next 2 years but he would be uh, given the freedom to leave. Under circumstances, I think there's a buyout. So that would obviously also be part of the income for uh, the new team. Let's say if there's, if there's a serious buyout plus whatever it is, four million something around that in, that, in that area that doesn't have to be paid for Primoz Roglic, well, that's basically a six, seven million euro income yeah, or something that you don't have to spend.
0: And and so let's just set the table really quick for people that aren't thinking about mergers all day, every day. So there's there's two license teams, two licenses here, two paying agents. Um, there's Yumbo, there's Sudal. Yumbo has 27 riders under contract for next year. So they owe those people money. Like that's already set in stone. Sudal has 23 riders under contract for next year. They owe those people money. If these two teams merge, if if they do, there'll be 50 riders under contract, two bike sponsors. So you have to pick one, and then a bunch of staff. The staff probably is the least problem because they get paid the less, to my, less in my understanding. Like they're not making as much money, but just the the Yumbo payroll alone for 2024, I see 27 riders. I, I would say, conservatively, probably averaging a million euros a year if per person, just because you have no, some riders no, no, making no. no. No, but if no you have way. Wout Van Aert making four million euros a year, Primo's making three million, Jonas making four to five to six million, I mean that's going to shoot yeah. your average up across your team. Yeah,
1: but it's it's, it's not one million a year average. That, there's no way. There's no way. Uh, I think you know. I I, I think what we what we need to consider here uh, in terms of and, and let me you know I, I I've done one real merger of two teams in 2012. We had Radio Shack Nissan and we had Leopard. And the main the main factor was the bike sponsor Trek. And so we put those two teams together. Uh, and let me tell you, it was a nightmare. A nightmare and a real, real, real disaster. Uh, it's not easy. You know, of course we had a huge budget. We had the biggest budget in, in cycling, but we were not the best team. Far from. And uh you know it's 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 difficult to 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 put two teams and two cultures and two ways of different ways of thinking and strategies together. Uh in this case, probably it would be a bit different, but um yeah, I mean I've been thinking about this. I I think personally if 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 this happens, I think it's it's almost sure that Brimoz Roglic moves on to another team. He can have a two-year deal, very good contract somewhere, and he can have his chances in the Tour de France as the sole leader of another team, whether that be Ineos or Movistar, or I've heard there's been talks with Jaico Alula uh, or, or anybody else. Uh, Bahrain, maybe, could be an option. Um, I think that's... If that if this merger would, would, would happen, I think Primos leaves.
0: Now, Remco Yeah, he even, helps fund the team. As yeah. you said, because they don't have to pay him, and they get a cash payment yeah. for letting yeah. him go. He's probably critical yeah. to this merger.
1: Yeah. So, but I think Remco Evnepool is the big question. And at first, I was thinking, oh, well, you know, there's no way Remco wants to be part of this. You know, he's moving on to Ineos because that's he's he's publicly, or at least his his agent, his dad, publicly said, you know, well, Ineos is is the place to be. You know, they're they're state of the art. Well. Jumbo Visma is more state of the art than than Ineos in the last few years. So, yeah, who's winning
0: more if, in the last 5 years between those if, two teams?
1: If if Remco really wants to have the best environment, it's on Jumbo Visma. So, that's one thing solved. Then, you know, you're on the team with Jonas Vingegaard, yes, but there's no more Primus Roglič. As as for now, Remco still needs to prove that he is up to the level of Vingegaard, Pogacar, in the Tour de France. He's won the Vuelta, great result, uh, but he's failed in the other round tours for several reasons. Um, but as for now, we don't know the value of Remco Evenepoel so, in, the, in the Tour de France. So, personally, I think at this point, if Remco Evenepoel would be the sole leader of even of Ineos against Pogacar and against Vingegaard, I think, for next year his chances are slim what better place to be than on the team of the winner of the last two years let's not forget jonas ringegaard won the tour de france two years ago where uh he was not the leader and um he uh well yeah actually he was he was the co-leader with Primoz roglic but Primoz roglic had Around three years ago, he was second in the tour because was yeah. Roglic crashed out. So sometimes it's not so bad to be on the same team as the big favorite because it actually increases your chances. Because if you're if you have that team around you, look, I mean, who won the Tour of Spain? Kus won the Tour of Spain. So like it's not that far fetched this idea of even a pool making. The, the, the change to Jumbo it, it I think it would go against his temperament. And I, I, I could definitely understand that because he's a winner and he wants to be the sole leader and rightfully so. But if you think really about it, it's it's not that stupid, you know, to, to, to think about, okay, maybe Remco moves to this and he goes for the Giro or he goes for the Vuelta. And the Tour, he still needs to learn anyway.
0: Yeah, logically, this makes sense. Like everything you're saying Makes perfect sense, but emotionally, I think it could be hard for him. But you know, maybe because what did we what would what did we talk about ad nauseum during the volta? You're like, wow, Quickstep does not have the infrastructure in place to compete in Grand Tours. This is not really the setup that's going to deliver Remco van to let's say Grand Tour superstardom. Well, this would solve a lot of those problems. Um yeah. you know, he's going to the best. If if they could sell him on it, I I do see where you're coming from that. If he wants to win the tour, being on Jumbo is the best option, and he's probably not winning next year anyway. So just go with Jonas. And if Jonas has a problem, it's exactly what you're saying. Jonas was behind Primos. Primos had a problem. Boom, now Jonas is winning. So maybe you could sell him on that. Let's just say this happens. I, I, I hate that this is happening, by the way. I think this is terrible for the sport. Not only that Jumbo can not find a sponsor, but then you just have these two... Um, maybe not so kind of fallen on hard times, even when you look at their roster, not as many superstars as you think would be on that team, especially with Alaphilippe's Philippe's recent dip in form. But mm-hmm. this is gonna be a really, really dominant team. The fact that I I was excited to sit around next summer and watch Remco and Primos and Jonas duke it out at the tour. And now Remco is probably gonna be working for Jonas is uh is not that yeah. fun to think about. But if this does happen, walk us through how this plays out, like who acquires who what license oh, gets sold off and, and how does that yeah.
1: work here it's clear that and you know the the structure and the identity remains richard plugger the manager Moraine zeman the sports manager uh identity stay, remains jumbo visma or visma now who knows uh and all these riders, or, or at least the riders who want to make the move Let's say also, one, one thing one thing I want to point out, Spencer, so, you know, there's the UCI rules, yeah? And so, let's say, uh, if there's a merger, the every team is responsible for honoring the commitments to those riders. But the ones who don't want to go, do not have to go. You know, there's this theory that, I mean, apparently the UCI rules have changed a little bit that in, in case of a merger, it's the professional. Uh, it's the Pro Cycling Council that needs to make a decision or the approval. But you know, th- let's not forget these are just the UCI rules. um You know, I always say, you know, it's it's it, it, this this is just these are just the rules of a of a hobby club of old fellows together, which is the UCI, <laughs> who you know think that they rule the world. But any lawyer with a bit of experience would basically. Wipe the floor with the UCI rules because this is labor law, and if the international and European law, uh, it's that that they have to follow. So, uh, and especially considering the players we're dealing with, you know, Bacala, uh, the guy from Jumbo, um, I always forget his name. I think it's on der wall, and uh, and Radcliffe. You know, these guys, they, they, they're not worried about the UCI rules. They 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 have their p- people figuring out. Okay. What does European law say, right? So I think that's doable. Um, Now to come back, Spencer, on, uh, you know, 50 riders, we said, you know, in total, uh, 27, 23 on on both sides. Let's not forget that both of those teams have also continental teams or development teams. Now, Shoudal, Shoudal's setup of the development team is actually... A Conti team, a Conti or Pro Conti, I don't remember what it is, but that makes you able to switch riders from one team to the other all the time. So if Sudao remains, maintains their team, and if Jumbo Visma, Jumbo Visma is a development team, so that's an under-23 team, but it's easy to make that a Conti team with the same development riders still in it, but you also have more, more place to, to, to put other riders in. That you pay them the same salary as they have on their contract, but they're just in the secondary team of, uh, of that team. So I think that's uh, a possibility. And then the other possibility, which is also something that we would have to consider, is that if this is real, uh, there's one license up for grabs or for sale. And logically, the license would be the Sudal Quick-Step, Pakala slash Lefebvre license. So for them, it's also a good opportunity to cash out on the license. I'm pretty sure there's candidates that would want that license. And also with that license come a bunch of commitments to be negotiated. But I'm pretty sure that if there's one team, let's say Israel, uh, we have another player that plays in that same league, Sylvan Adams, you know, already known for making certain decisions that, you know, from a sports point of view, haven't been proven very successful, but he doesn't seem to care. Uh, and he has very deep pockets. So what if Sylvan Adams of Israel, uh, what's it called? Israel... Uh, Premier Tech. Premier Tech, yeah. Um if he wants that license, he's gonna get that license, and he will also get some, some riders uh from that team. Um, I don't know how much riders they have under contract for the moment.
0: They have 25. 25, so if they okay, go- but the,
1: but they do also have a development or a Conti team, which is open for riders that are not under 23 anymore. So you have to consider these teams with their satellite teams, right? And so these 50 riders, there's 30, and to be part of the new of the new setup. And then those 20 can be divided amongst the others, minus Primoz Roglic, who probably will take with him Jan Tratnik. Mm-hmm. Uh, then if Remko would go somewhere, let's say Remko doesn't want to go, he would also take with him some two or three riders. And so all of a sudden, the picture starts to become more realistic and doable.
0: Yeah. And so, so two things here. So I'll read Israel Premier Tech. They put out, this is an official statement. If a world tour license were to become available, then Israel Premier Tech would be interested in obtaining the license. I mean, so if you're essentially they're buying it and that's going to happen and it's, there's no stopping it. It's also the UCI is probably incentivized to work with the teams here. They don't want to see Yumbo Visma go out of business. That's bad for cycling. So they will do everything they can to facilitate this merger so this this third try this third guy in the golden triangle here, Jim Radcliffe at Ineos, this potentially explains why they have no riders under contract for next year. You know, Absolutely. currently I've heard nineteen, I see fifteen riders under contract for next year. They've potentially just been sitting here waiting, knowing this is going to happen, and they're going to come yeah. in, and it's going to be fire sale city, and they're going to get amazing exactly. riders exactly at a bargain yeah. cost. Yeah
1: exactly because one thing you can also you also have to think about let's say if if uh, those more expensive riders don't find a place you know or it's 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 very do- possible that that the team the current team says okay let's say for example uh alaphilippe Ala Philippe. i think he probably is one of the riders who doesn't want to go to that to that merge team uh, a, a group or a group around them, let's say for example, Senéchal. I don't know if he has a contract. I think not. Maybe uh, Rémi Cavagna, although I, I heard he's going to Movie Star. Um but these French writers, they're probably gonna go to total energy, to total ener, total to, 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 to energies because uh Peter Sagan is retiring and and Ala Philippe would be the logical star or the, the famous name to, to to be on that team and he's French. Um, Casper Asgreen, for example, could go to UNOX. And it's very possible that even if he has a contract that Sudal says, okay, you know what, UNOX, you can have, UNOX has money. You can have Asgreen uh, and we pay whatever, 40, 50% of his contract. Uh, so that's another liability less. I mean, or, or at least let's say if he's two, at 2 million, they pay 1 million. And UNOX pays 1 million. That's another million in the bank for the new, for the new team.
0: Yep. Yeah. And you can kind of fund your team by selling these writers off and you might don't slam the laptop. Yeah. Don't slam the laptop shut. But, you know, I was shocked when I heard this. Is, is this a natural, uh, let's say contraction. Are there too many teams in the Benelux region? Like too many high level teams competing for the same sponsors. Like think about, um, a lot of Sudal quick step, a lot of destiny jumbo visma intermarche like they're Alpes all just cannibalizing opposite, yeah. yeah cannibalizing each other's sponsors is this like a yeah. natural contraction in that region
1: it could be it could be plus the fact that you know some of these sponsors are just not able to keep up to speed with the raising budgets you know like right now yeah. if you want to be a top player let's say the rumor is that Ineos is 50 million uh the rumor is that Jimbo Visma is 35 million
0: uh you know so and what do we think uae is probably not that far from minios
1: um i think uae has a certain budget but basically they have no budget if there's if there's something to be done they just you know the sheik just writes a check yeah the sheik writes a check <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, so this is also budgets are going up because salaries are going up. That's the number one cost of these teams and salaries are going up because guys like Jim Radcliffe and the collective out of the UAE can just write whatever check they need to, to sign mm-hmm. the top writers, which is putting pressure on teams like Jumbo Visma who have a strict budget they have to stick to. This is, I guess, in essence happening because Jumbo Visma has a budget shortfall. and needs to plug some holes quickly. Before now, if you remember this this story, I had forgotten about this. Gorillas, their their secondary or tertiary sponsor, just stiffed them earlier this year. Like they had like five million outstanding and they just never got paid. You know, like that, that's Jimbo? gonna Yeah, that was jumbo, and that's gonna leave a hole in the budget. So potentially they just have leaks in the boat that they need to plug ASAP. Yeah. And if you go to specialize, then you say, Hey, we're merging these two teams cervellos interested would you like to put a bid in to sponsor the team next year i mean what there's almost no number specialized wouldn't pay to be the bike sponsor of this merged team i i would absolutely. guess like
1: yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah Now so i think specialized is, a, is an important player here and you know we've not talked about specialized too much but in my opinion if you look at cervello as a brand on its own can't compete with the 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 Purchasing power of Specialized, although Specialized is uh, part of this uh, of this group, this Dutch group. I forgot the name now. I think it's PON.
0: I think P-O-N. it's PON Holdings. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, they they have a lot of money too. So you know, it's to be seen. It's to be seen. But as a brand on its own, it's it's a no contest. It's Specialized who, who takes the prize. Yeah.
0: And PON could be, even though PON is big, they could be hesitant to dump a mon- ton of money into a Cervelo project because they know the amount of sales are limited. Exactly. Or s- exactly. specialized. I mean, that's their cash cow. They got to sell these specialized bikes. Imagine yeah. having Jonas, Vindigo, Wout Van Aert, Remco Ebenapol all on your bike. That's, yeah. that's blockbuster. So I'm sure they're paying a lot of money to be the sponsor of this new team. Yeah.
1: Well, Spencer, listen, we're, we're just talking here and we're just. Yes, you know, yes. Talking. I'm sure they and would pay a lot on. of
0: money if there yeah. were a new uh, team.
1: Let's, let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, I think from what I can read between the lines, from what I've been getting from inside information, this is this is real. The talks have been going on. Now, whether it's really going to happen or not, uh, I don't know. But I, I personally, if I have to put money on it right now, I'm saying
0: it's happening. I agree. And I would have said on Sunday night, 4% chance. Like, no way. I mean, now I'd, I'd be shocked if it doesn't happen. And if just to wrap it up, if you're Zindig Bakala, the guy who backs Sudal Quickstep and owns most of the team, you're doing this because you're probably going to put in about the same amount of money and then you're going to have this blockbuster superstar world-leading team. Do you think that's the logic for Bakala?
1: Well, yeah, that's, that could be one thing, but also it could be that, you know, Zdenek Batula has been funding the team or the shortfalls of the budget of, of, of Quickstep, formerly and now Sudal, for many years. And at some point, you know, these guys, okay, they do have very, very deep pockets, but they say, okay, hey, it's kind of enough now, you know, I mean, I, I just want to stop pouring money in this. And maybe he's One just win. not interested anymore. Uh, I can't personally. I mean, if it's if he sees it as a business, he would need to get uh, a serious amount of shares of the team. And still, then it's not a business because we all know that the the financial, the economical model of a pro cycling team is completely, completely wrong. You know, the, you, you don't make money with a pro team. Never. You just what goes in goes out. Uh, Because you always want to have better riders, better infrastructure, better hotels, better staff, blah blah blah. So, um, let's say for a guy like Bacala, a guy like Ratcliffe, a guy like Adams, for example, these these are hobbies, these are these are toys that they they enjoy uh, and that you know they they use for their entertainment and also they use to maintain their circle of business relationships, which is actually what makes most sense for them. They they use the team as a vehicle to uh bring, you know, business partners to races and, and have a good time and, and do business at the v- at the VIP area of, of the races. So we'll see. We'll see. I um I don't know but um I think in the next few days we'll we'll hear we'll hear what's happening uh, my only my only doubt is where what does what does evenapool do in all this i
0: thought Robles, there's no way he Robles, stays Robles, but
1: roglitz is kind of i mean to me it's like, kind of clear that he's leaving
0: yeah and i mean and you really see a story this morning also. that he's talking with inios i think if we're already if we're hearing about that it's potentially already happened, but it also, if you're Bacala, and, and I do think Remco could stay, you've kind of talked me into the fact that it could be good for him to stay. If you're Bacala, you're wondering what happens when Patrick Lefebvre retires? Like who's gonna go find those sponsors for this team? You know, he may, he maybe just thinks like, I need to get out now yeah. and, and take a back seat because I don't want to be stuck funding this team when Lefebvre is exactly. not selling these sponsorships.
1: And for Lefebvre, it's the, it's the ideal exit also. You know, if it's not an exit. You know, re- reportedly he would be on the board of the new team, and you know, yeah. probably gets a, a, a really good paycheck. Uh, but man, it's you know, I mean, I don't blame him. He's in you know, he's he's in his late 60s, and hey, it would be ideal for him to just be on on the board and not have to worry anymore about a day-to-day operation of, of running, managing, and and maintaining a team and keeping sponsors happy and and so forth and so on. I, I think I think. <laughs> For him, it makes, personally for him, it makes a lot of sense.
0: Do you like this, like, as just a viewer of cycling, do you think this is good or bad?
1: I don't think it's, I don't like it. I don't like it. But first of all, I can tell you, it's not fun because I've done it. And as I said, it is a, and I'm going to say it in capitals, nightmare. Nightmare. Because there's, you're getting people on board. Like, I remember, you know, like just uh, with Radio Shack and Nissan, you know, we brought sponsors to a team that was funded by a wealthy individual plus the money from trek but we we brought 15 million dollars between radio shack and and nissan to this new team and i became the general manager of that team and i guess they had something like 12 million so we had 20 but we i do remember we had a budget of 27 million i mean 11 years ago that was a big huge, budget, yeah, the, huge the at biggest the time. budget in pro cycling but it was not fun because you know i came into an organization with sponsors with money but i was like the intruder i came to disturb their little thing that they had set up and i said well you know listen guys i mean you can like it or not but if we're not if we're not doing this your contracts are not going to get paid so what do you want it didn't turn out to be a a great a great decision but uh but i can tell you from from experience it's not uh it's not it's not fun and it's really not what it should be especially in this situation with jumbo visma having to you know explore this route to ensure their their future that's not good
0: and do you do you think they can do this before 2024 can they have this in place before the season yeah
1: yeah I started think, I started at the end of september and and it, it all it all happened like very fast
0: did did Roglic and Jonas know about this during the Volta I don't think so no I don't think so no wow. that's, knew. that's no. wild to think about
1: none of the none of the riders knew about this I don't think so
0: well thanks johan and we'll we'll let every we'll let you get back to the camp um, I, I hope it's going well. Do you think are there any more camps coming up in the near future?
1: Well, you know, we this year we saw the move Mallorca was was a great I really have a really good feeling about it. People are really happy. Um we uh we're definitely doing this again next year, uh in the month of September in Mallorca. Uh well details to be found on the website, but we have added three other events the we do travel uh, section of of, of, of uh, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, the, the bike the bike holidays slash um, entertainment I would say so uh, we're doing a three day camp Friday Saturday Sunday for Strada Bianca for so that's the beginning of March uh, for Tour of Flanders that's the beginning of April and for Paris Roubaix which is uh, two weeks after. Uh, so mid-April. So um, details can be found on the We Do Travel tab on uh, We Do Team. Um, places uh, are being sold out, so uh, whoever wants to be part of it needs to be quick because I think uh, for for Strada Bianca and Paris Bé, those two at least, I think we're almost full if we're not full already, and there's still a few places left for the Tour of Flanders event. So. Uh, you can check it out there
0: i think that sounds that would be a great trip are you guys going to do the flanders uh, grand fondo again the day yeah before? so
1: every 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 one of those events it's you know uh, it's a, a friday there's a private ride with uh george and one other uh to be determined ex-cyclist probably an ex-winner of the event we we were going to uh saturday is the grand fondo uh distances to be chosen uh depending on the level but we ride as the we do team in those grand fondos with george and with the other uh star guests and then on the day of the race we have the vip experience uh, we have our own infrastructure and we go to the start we go to different viewing points and then to
0: the finish well that sounds fantastic at yeah, the we do that team and then the travel tab that's how you find out more info about it make sure you act fast if you want to get in on that and johan have a great dinner there in mallorca have a great final few days and thank you for sharing your knowledge about this uh, super complicated and shocking merger yeah we'll see what happens
1: i'm curious to see
0: thanks i'm very curious to see